Welcome to Following Through with Ryan Leak, a podcast designed to equip you with the tools you need to succeed in the workplace, regardless of the kind of leader you have. That does not have to determine the kind of follower that you can become. Hey, today's episode, we're going to discuss the importance of a good attitude and how to excel and cultivate genuine relationships through hospitality with my friend, Rachel Frank. Hey, before we get to that and we learn a little bit about what Rachel does, she got a really, really cool job. You don't want to miss this. I want you to know that all show notes for today's episode can be found on ryanleek.com slash followership. Again, ryanleek.com slash followership. That's where you can get everything you need. All you need, it can be found there. RyanLeak.com. There's also some other fun stuff there too, if you want to check it out. Hey, without any further ado, I want you to hop in on a conversation I had with my friend, Rachel Frank. Rachel has a background in marketing and promotions, as well as community outreach uh, in the nonprofit sector. Uh, She worked for the Minnesota Timberwolves for a while in premium services. And today she is a premium seating account service executive for the United Center. Basically, She works with high-end clients for suites at events at the United Center. If you don't know what the United Center is, it's where Michael Jordan played, folks. The GOAT. That is not what we're discussing today. But uh, (laughs) Rachel has worn many hats in her career. And I just love her energy, her perspective, and and how she goes about her job. So I said, hey, would you you do me the honor of coming on to followership? So my friends, welcome Rachel Frank to followership. How are you today, Rachel? I am good, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Excited oh, to be I, here. Oh, it's awesome. Well, here's the deal. I, when we when we talked about you know just just your career, other uh, relationships mm-hmm. you've built, you know, it, it seems like you've just worn a ton of hats in your right. career. And I know that sometimes when you know you're following a leader and they're asking you to do multiple things that sometimes are even outside of your job description. I know that can be tough. So my mm-hmm. first question for you is what has helped you wear many hats well? Sure. Um, you know, I will say it's definitely a balancing act and it does, it does help to be organized. I will say that I, I take a lot of notes. I take a lot of mental notes. I, I'm the queen of observing. So in, in most settings, I kind of like to, to sit back and get all the info before I react. Um, and, and this and this might sound really obvious, but the key I found, and it's nothing new, but it's communication. And um, you have to be okay with asking questions and knowing that you're you're not going to have the answer to everything. And also be okay leaning on others, especially you know if you're working with a team or a group of people. Um, you know, just be nice, be gracious to those people, and and have a good attitude. Um, and I, and really all those things combined has helped me be successful in wearing all those different hats. Um, and you know, just be willing to listen and learn from your peers and those who have uh, more experience than you. Um, and honestly, these are skills that I'm still working on to this day. So it's, it's a work in progress. I get it. I get it. I think, mm-hmm. I think we all are, you know, do you have an example of maybe something you were asked to do mm-hmm. and maybe you didn't sure. want to do it or didn't feel like sure. it was your responsibility to do it, but you, you did right. it anyway. So you, you just mentioned attitude. Talk, talk, talk to us mm-hmm. a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a good question. And, you know, I guess I, I look at this a little bit differently. Um, you know, when someone tasks you to do something you might not want to do, 
or you don't think it's your responsibility, think about the fact that they trust you enough to put that in your hands. And so just wow. take it and own it and just, just mm. go with it, do it. Um, you know, when you're in entertainment and hospitality, it, it mm -hmm. sort of becomes ingrained in you to just kind of roll with the punches and you're likely going to be put in a position where you're going to do something that you, you might not want to do, but in right. the end of the day, you're contributing to something for the greater, the people that you're, that you're serving. And, you know, for me, people coming at the, to the United center, um, you know, they're coming to be entertained. And so, and that's your job. Right. Um, you know, so uh, on a day, uh, the game day, let's say, you know, we have people coming into the arena and um, I'm walking mm -hmm. through one of our high end exclusive clubs and, and yep. we're all in there. We're a team, you know, on, on game days and just in general, we work as a team. And so if I, if I see, I'm walking through the club and I see, let's say a table that needs to be bust, that there's, there's plates in, and mm -hmm. there's just kind of food around. I'm, I'm going to clean that up. It might not be yeah. my job, but it's, it's things like that, that you kind of just step in and do. And it's not always glamorous, but, mm -hmm. but you just do it. You do it because uh, you want, you want to create a good experience for the, the people um, that are coming through. Yeah. I, I, I really, really like that point. You know, think about the fact that they trusted you enough to ask you to do it. That's huge. That's, that's, that's mm -hmm. massive because I think sometimes what happens is when someone asks us to do something, we're almost offended that they asked us to do something outside of our job description. But right. what you said today gave it a whole different perspective. It was like, Hey, well, mm -hmm. back up for a second. Think about the fact that they trusted you enough to ask you mm -hmm. to do it. I think that's a perspective shift that I think, I think people need. You're, in the business of hospitality, it's very much a part of your current job description, but how, how would you say that hospitality has played a major role in all that you've done in positions where hospitality perhaps wasn't on the job description? Right. It, it's, it's been a, a major part of my, I guess, not just my career, but my entire life. And it's created a space to build some just really great relationships. Um, and it's been a driving force for me um, because it, it makes people feel really good. Yeah. Um, and in turn, it makes you feel good too. It's, it's funny, but it's really just that simple. I mean, you think about it. Um, for example, when you walk into a restaurant, you want to, you want to feel welcome. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's such a different vibe when you're greeted versus when you're not greeted. So just little things, little things like that. And, um, I grew up in a household with five sisters. So, Whoa. so we, it, as you can imagine, it, it was always pretty chaotic. My parents were constantly telling mm -hmm. us, you know, pay attention, be nice to each other. And so it's been ingrained in me, but it's something that I've carried throughout my life and my, my career. And it's uh, something that it's just really easy to do. Yeah, no, I, I love that. You know, I think hospitality sometimes can come natural for some people. It's not as mm -hmm. natural for, for others, That's but I true. do think it's uh, it's key to, uh, to build relationships treating people mm -hmm. well, treating people mm -hmm. how, how you want to be treated. And sometimes it's like, well, duh, but it's, it's, it's not always duh. I mean, especially in a polarizing 2020, you know, treating sure. each other with kindness isn't, isn't the norm. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the things that I've, I've noticed about you, heard about you is the amount of relationships that you have. You have such a robust network. And I mm -hmm. think networking sometimes gets a bad rap it gets this negative connotation that um, it's a bunch of people in a room. If you go to a networking event and, and they're all there with some sort of 
agenda, something up their sleeve. It, it, it can, it, it can just get this negative tone, but I, I've never, I've never felt that with you. I've never, I've never sensed that with you. It, it seems like you have genuine relationships and you've been able to build a network um, in a, in a way where like, like you said, you're hospitable, you treat people well, but what, what, what advice would you give to someone who wants to extend their network without being mm-hmm. fake? You know, like get, right. what, what have, what have you learned over the years about just building relationships? Well, you know, in today's world, we live in such a digital world where it's so easy to connect with people on social media, LinkedIn, you can click a button and you connect, you can connect with somebody, but, um, it's, I've found that it's really those relationships that you foster offline that are invaluable. Mm. And Mm. it's surprising how supportive and willing people are to talk with strangers Mm -hmm. and and give Mm -hmm. advice. And, and I'd recommend, you know, as, as you begin your career, you're going to, you're going to meet people. Um, so that relationship building is really important, but start with your network, start with people that know you well. Mm-hmm. And go from there. And that's how we met, you know, through right. um, Lacey, who she right. she's so amazing. She's someone that I look up to. Um, and, and go from there and um, build your network that way versus kind of just going out and, and just not cold calling, but reaching out via social media um, to mm-hmm. people that you don't know. But that's okay, too. I've learned that, that that's what LinkedIn and things are for. Um, so sure. don't be afraid to put yourself out there. I think, um, there's a way to approach it, uh, in in a way, you know, you're talking to a stranger, so don't go and just ask them for a favor. Um, but being, being, and be intentional about who you're networking with. What's, what's the reason behind it? Um, if if there's a position with a company, uh, that, that you're interested in, you know, look on LinkedIn and, and kind of try to find people that could possibly be a good connection for you to talk more or that might be open to talking more about the company itself and the position itself. Um, But yeah, be intentional about who you're networking with and who you're following. Um, For me, I know I, I like to read articles. That's how I I, I learn more about um, just things that are happening and and, uh, other opportunities and things like that. And, um, and so I'll, I'll connect with someone just because I like the content that they share. So things like that, I guess that that's the biggest thing that um, that I've learned throughout um, just this whole journey is, yeah. um, and then also, you know, goes back to that just being hospitable and being nice to people because it, it creates an opportunity again to um, form relationships to broaden your network. Totally, you know, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in relationships uh, that are two way streets. Um, I'm always looking for an opportunity to add value to someone else's life. And um, my hope and prayer is that they would be doing the same thing. You know, we're helping mm-hmm. each other win. We're sharpening each other. We're making each other better. I think those are some of the the best relationships. The last question I have for you is mm-hmm. I want you to brag on somebody for a moment. I want you to think about somebody over the course of your career that mm-hmm. has poured into you, that has added value to your life in some way, shape, like they reached out. It was a, it was a, it was a key relationship. Like if you could look back and go, man, I'm really grateful for this relationship. And here mm-hmm. is the value 
that they that they've added to my life because I think our listeners, if they can walk away thinking about how they can add value to somebody's life, man, I think that would be a big win for them. So can you think of of a person of of a relationship that you would look back and go, sure. they've made a difference. Oh yeah. I some I have someone that comes to mind right away. Are we naming mm-hmm. names? Can I just can you, I do that? You, I don't you can you can name drop if you want to. I mean you don't have I, to name names, but if you want to name a name, you can name a name. That's on you. All right. So th- this person I worked with at the Timberwolves, I, I won't okay. name names, but he'll he'll sure. know who, who who it is if, if he hears okay. this. But he um was he was my boss mm-hmm. uh and someone that um he you know at the beginning of our, our relationship working together um it wasn't always, we didn't always necessarily see eye to eye, but he, Mm. he pushed me to a point that made me uncomfortable and he challenged me to be better. And Mm. I, now he's just one of those people that I go to advice, uh, for everything. And I know that, that, um, I can count on him and he can count on me. Um, but he also, you know, he, he trusted me to do, to do my job. Mm. Um, and that was something that, uh, I really appreciate it um, yeah. because sometimes you don't always get the opportunity to just to, to kind of run with things. Um, but he trusted me to do that. And um, he just, he had a lot of experience also. And so, you know, looking for somebody um, that, that has those same types of values as you um, mm-hmm. and someone you, you see, you know, I want to be like that person. I want, I yep. want to, to um, have that same type of attitude that he had obviously gotten him really far in his career. Um, yeah, this, this person really, uh, he's a, he's a good friend of mine too. Yeah. So I so appreciate that conversation I was able to have with Rachel Frank, you know, every single person I've talked to about Rachel has nothing with good things to say. And I'm honored that she would take some time out of her day to, uh, to be on, on followership. A couple of takeaways that, that I have for you is I, I want you to find a way this week to be hospitable to someone find a way to go the extra mile for someone you work with. Uh, Perhaps it's your leader. I mean, you want to think of ways that you can add value to your leader's life. The second takeaway that I have for you is I want you to ask yourself, are you walking in humility? I mean, what's your posture when you're asked to do something that perhaps isn't your job? I love, I love what Rachel said. She said, you should consider it an honor that they asked you to do it. They thought that highly, they trust you. What a perspective. What, 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 a, what a great attitude to have as a follower. Hey, here's the deal. If today's episode added value to your life, this is what you can do. You can go to ryanleak.com slash followership. You can get all the show notes there. And we want you to rate it. We want you to review it. We want you to subscribe. And guess what? We also want you to share it with a friend. Until next time, I want you to have a fantastic day.